This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On this, today's show, we talk about the Thanksgiving Day game between the Washington Redskins and the Dallas Cowboys. How the Redskins destroyed the Cowboys for the first time in 30 years on Thanksgiving. RG3 at the helm. This and much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's up? What's happening? How about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? How about Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to the episode... 300 and RG3, that's 310, episode of Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. Now you're going to see a lot of bandwagon jumpers in the next year or so, I'm pretty sure. I just have a feeling. There's going to be a bunch of bandwagon podcasts coming on the scene, <clears throat> stuff of that nature. Uh-huh. But you know who doesn't need to be told. The original Redskins fans podcast. The original <laughs> Redskins fans podcast. So anyway, welcome to episode 310, y'all. This is Aaron, Josh, and John, hairhogfootball.com. This episode is brought to you by Terry Tate, office linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> the official office linebacker of the Washington Terry Redskins. <laughs> And I don't by, know if you guys remember. And by. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys remember Terry Tate from, uh, I think it was about 10 years ago. Like, I vaguely remembered Terry Tate. It wasn't Tate that long ago, was it? Dude, it was like 2003 Super Bowl. Terry Tate's awesome. It's awesome. If you don't remember what we're talking about, you can look it up on YouTube or you can go to our website, com, and we have a link to. Uh, the first, I think it was the first one that was out that was really, really funny. It's good stuff. Dudes, first of all, we beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Keep calm and beat Dallas. Yes, sir. Dude, that's like our Super Bowl. Season is complete now, no matter what else happens. We beat Dallas in Dallas. On Thanksgiving. For the first time since 1973. You can't ask anything. I only have one thing to say. Because I can't ask this, gentlemen. How about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? All right, now, you know we were all getting a little nervous there in the second half. But let mm-hmm. me let me think about this from Cowboys fans' perspective. It was kind of like they got beat twice. We destroyed them in the first half, and then right. they started to come back, and they got their hopes up. And then we crushed them again. All That'd in one bad. game. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I don't know what I like better. Do I like better this game where we crushed them in the first half, they came back and we beat them? Or do I like the game where they were winning the entire game and then Santana Moss had the two 
I like this game, man, in like the last three minutes or so. Or do I like the November 5th of 2006 game? That game was terrible until the very last play. Didn't we lead? We led for the whole game this game, right? Dude, we destroyed them, yes. No. No, they scored. No, the they scored first. Oh, that's right. That's it right. was not a good start to the game, actually. We looked a little yeah, shaky on that very first drive. But we came right back and uh, fixed that. Oh, yeah, we had like, uh, was it like 20-some unanswered points there? Because they went up, what, 3 nothing. They went up 3 nothing, and then we put 28 on the board by halftime, including that sweet, sweet pass right at the end of the first half. To Santana? <laughs> Is that the one you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, everyone's like, well, we're going to be in position for a field goal. And, oh, 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 touchdown, Washington Redskins! I still can't no believe. Way. I can't believe they came back and got 31 points in this game. Oh, I can't. You know why? Quarter, our defense sucks. Our defense our sucks. Quarter and was we by played far damn prevent. Strong. We suddenly went into stupid damn prevent in about the middle of the third quarter. And on offense, too. Prevent offense, too. We just started running it. Yeah, our second quarter was our strongest quarter by far. Just like I in mean, Super Bowl 22. And it was kind of like exponential. It was like. We scored at 13 minutes and 47 seconds. And then basically six minutes and 47 seconds later, we scored. And then five minutes or less than five minutes, four minutes and something we scored. And then two minutes we scored. Oh, it dude. It was just like bam, 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 bam. It was very reminiscent of the Super Bowl 22, if you remember. The only thing that stopped us from scoring more than 35 points in that quarter was the freaking time ran out because we had an interception right at the beginning, remember? Mm. I mean, at the end? Yeah. It was, mm. uh, was it Brad Edwards or someone? Probably. It was right at the end, but then the clock ran out. Basically, the third quarter, we came out and didn't do anything. Yeah, we came out bad in the third quarter. And they then. They scored 10 points in the third quarter. It was well, horrible. We third... came out bad, playing badly, and then. You know, it was just kind of a bad play back and forth, actually, from both teams. And then suddenly, Hazlitt went all prevent because, you know, for two and a half quarters, we held him to six points. What's so up with let's that? suddenly yeah, was start like he was like, all prevent and stuff. Because he was afraid they were going to they were gonna Victor Cruz our asses. And he was like, they don't have time to come back at this point anyway. If we just let, know, give them this stuff underneath and let them. And bam, that, that long, that, that 85-yard pass to Des Bryant. Des Bryant. Oh, yeah. That was like with a minute left, minute and, and that's, twenty-four that, left. Mm-hmm, Who mm-hmm. got burned on that? Was it Josh Wilson? I think, I think it, was. it was. He seemed to get burned a lot in this game. D'Angelo Hall had a huge game, actually. It's because D'Angelo Hall's not playing against the best receiver anymore. Oh yeah, Beasley kind of burned him a little bit. <laughs> we don't even know who he is. I never but even D'Angelo heard of that Hall, guy. <laughs> D'Angelo Hall did have a. I for him, he I thought he had a great game. As a matter of fact, I still but, question yeah, why he didn't just score at the end. What was that all about? Because if he had scored, we would have had to kick off, and then that would have put players like people like Lorenzo Alexander or, well, Brandon Banks, um, in harm's way for one or two more plays. Yeah, but haven't you ever just wanted to rub it in the Cowboys' face by like him scoring and us winning 40, what would it have been? It would have been 40? um, 45, 46. Wouldn't you have liked five. to put up 45 points on the Cowboys? Yeah, I would love to, but I would have hate to have seen like someone get hurt by some dirty ass cowboy clothesline and somebody on like a kickoff return, unless it was Brandon Banks. 
I guess. I really would have rather we put up like 60 points. That would have been yeah, better. I mean, we would have scored that, but then we would have had to kick off, and that's a play where people could get hurt. Then Dallas would have would have started like running the ball, and it was another play where someone could get hurt, and another play where someone could get hurt. I don't hurt. care. And dude. we had already lost London Fletcher for the rest of the game. We had already lost Keenan Robinson for the rest of the season now at that point. But the game was won. Whether game we was, put up 45 exactly points right. or not, just put them on. The game was won, and by not going in the end zone, all we had to do was down it, and that kept everyone. Nobody had a chance to get hurt at that point. Either way, it was an insult to the Cowboys, whether he downed it when he could have easily scored or yeah, ran really in for the extra it was score. More of an insult that way. Yeah, you can't be like, uh, game's over, dude. We're just going to down it right here. And he didn't down it like right when he got it either, which made it worse. <laughs> he like ran to the one, and then it was like, boop. He was like, slide. And then I thought yeah, the Cowboys were going to call a timeout after that, too, to be deep. I totally wanted him to run it in the score, but I was like, hey, you know, that, that keeps players out of harm's way for one or two plays, and that can make a difference. <laughs> Mike Shanahan was all like, well, because they asked him about that, and he was like, well, uh, I could see that if there was like a minute left. <laughs> but why didn't he just score, basically? <laughs> that was Shanahan was just like, uh, whatever, didn't matter. But you could mm. tell he was kind of thinking what I was. Like, yeah. if there was a minute left, it's different than there's like 30 seconds or whatever it was. It was less than 30 seconds, wasn't it? It doesn't matter. We won. We beat the Cowboys. It hey, matters not. To the Redskins. It was the kick. The kick was at, I think, 18 seconds or 15 seconds left or something like that. Or I think it was 18 seconds left. Dude, all I know is on Thanksgiving Day. Snagged it, snagged the onside kick. I mean, he caught that sucker in stride. I can't believe he actually thought of it in time to slow himself down because he was down there quick. On Thanksgiving Day, in front of the entire nation. RG3 basically said, this is my house. In Cowboys. Now. Stadium. There were people chanting his name. In the stadium. In the stadium. You could hear them on on the broadcast. It was awesome. The nation. The world. Not of Texas. Not of Texas. The nation. <laughs> Dude, he threw four touchdown passes in two consecutive weeks. It's pretty special. Yeah, I only saw one bad. He has one bad, bad pass a game. This one, of course, was picked off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But well, you know, in this that, game, he had, he had 28 pass attempts. And in the last game, he had less than that. Tony Romo threw the ball 62 times in this game. That's because they can't run the ball. Yeah. If they would have just handed the ball ball off to someone, maybe they wouldn't be one-dimensional. Their offensive line is pretty crappy. Oh, speaking of their offensive line, was I I hallucinating or did I see Dockery? Dude, do you have the music? And now, the Covenant. That's, oh, that's not the music. <laughs> it's supposed to be the music. There's some glitch in my system. It says Dockery Report on the button I pushed. I swear. Uh, uh, and now the Dockery Report. Yeah, what was... I thought he was on the Bills or something. He is on the Dallas Cowboys. I only have one thing to say about that. You don't go play for the Cowboys once you've been on the Redskins or vice versa. Although Stephen well, Bowen, Stephen Bowen did. he had a good game. Yeah. Kind of. Your dog, what was it, Mason? He played for the Cowboys first. I Dude, think that was out of necessity, though. He had to. 
What was up with your dog, like, getting his junk rubbed over on the sideline when he came out of the game? Who, Pierre Garçon? My dog had a great game. Nobody was rubbing his junk. I'm, oh, you're talking about your dog, Miles Austin. I'm talking and about that trainer <laughs> rubbing him right in the middle of his crotch. What was on that? The table. Josh, you remember that? Yes. How can you I, forget? I had just marked that out of my mind, and then you brought it up again. What was that about? Dude, all I know is me and Josh were watching the game with my... Uh, who else was there? My mom, my dad, <laughs> Josh's wife, Amy, and her brother, Mike, and our kids on my mom's new TV that's so big. And there's you, like softcore gay porn on the television. Her, her TV <laughs> is so that? big that only the people sitting on the complete opposite side of the room can see it without being motion sick. But anyway... Yeah, and then they had that Miles Austin stuff on there. Yeah, we know that Miles Austin got hurt. He had he had a problem, and he he he, had, he did not come back in the game. But they showed him like on the trainer's table on the sideline. He was laying on his back, and like like his head was forward. He was like back on his elbows a little bit, and looking forward down at his crotch. And you know those trainers, they got it. They got to they got to reach around all sorts of weird places on those guys. And you're used to seeing like. Dudes rubbing, you know, the trainers rubbing the guys like on their legs and their ankles and their feet and wherever, you know. And sometimes you're like, "Whoa, dude, that's a little too close." Ha ha ha. No, this dude, <laughs> this trainer was rubbing him right on his junk, right in the middle. It wasn't even a, "Oh my god, is he? He's really close." No, it was just a jaw dropping. Whoa! <laughs> it was like two seconds, and then it might have been two seconds. He was rubbing him right on his blue cake. And then, oh, and then the camera cut away. Like the guy, the director in the truck was just like, "I bet everyone in the truck, the jaws just strike, probably just drop for a second. They were <laughs> like, like, "Camera three, go. Camera, camera three, three, go. go. Yeah, <laughs> go three, go, go." Oh man. It anyway, was, enough it, about Miles Austin's junk. The Redskins totally destroyed the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day, and they have nothing to say about it. Yeah, they can't say anything about, well, we kind of came back. Yeah, you scored, what, 28, 25 points out of your 31 points you scored when we went to stupid, stupid prevent defense. Yeah, it was in garbage time. This is how I equated the game when people said that about the Cowboys starting to come back. I was like, you know what it was kind of reminiscent of? That time that RG3 this season like broke away on that run around the end for the touchdown? And he was just kind of mm-hmm. cruising and looked back over his shoulder and saw a dude getting closer and just sped up a little bit and went in the end zone. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, fifth gear. It was kind of like that. Like, they started coming back, and I was like, oh, oh crap. We better uh, get another touchdown here. And then we did. Yeah. It's kind of like that. He, he led a, a nice, long, sustained drive. It wasn't massive. Those three points were massive. Those three points were massive. By dude, Nelly Forbush. Nelly Forbush. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is sweeping the leg all over the country. Dude, he just put that right down the pipe. Every single he's had he's 10 for 10, in case you guys didn't know that already, on his field goals. And yeah, every single one, it's not like they're just brushing inside the uprights. They're going right down the middle. But think about I it, dude. I did not know that. Like what, six or seven weeks ago, that dude didn't have a job, and all of a sudden, he's yeah. on Thanksgiving Day, Redskins Dallas. And very important kick at the end of the game. He just comes in and he's like, boop. Like it's no big deal. Like, whatever. Here you go. 
Right just down the middle. Yep. Like it was nothing. Jerry Jones was like trying to open vents and stuff. sighting down in uh, Charlotte, and dude missed one of his extra points. He just got oh. Guano is on Charlotte now. I'm sorry, Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> he is? Panthers. Yeah, dude. What happened Greg to their Barnett. kicker, like Casey or whatever his name was? Yeah, well, he missed it. He went in. He was there this week. They cut their kicker, and they signed him, and he just up and missed an extra point in his first game. I don't know, but I like Cobra Kai. I do, too. Well, Greg Guano. During the game, my dad was like, uh-oh, this guy's missed, um, this guy's missed some right before he kicked it, and I couldn't jinx him, so I had to wait till after he made it to tell my dad that he was... That was like, that was <laughs> that uh, Billy Cundiff. This is a different kicker. I was like, this guy hasn't missed any. He's that's, like, oh, that's, oh. that's only the fourth kicker we've had on the roster since the beginning of preseason. Well, he's the best, and we may have found a, you know, a gem with him. Dude, my, my insider down in Tampa. Remember when I came back from the game, I was like, he said that that kicker that they cut was really good. We need to get that guy because Cundiff almost blew that game for us. And I thought, huh? remember what I said at the beginning of the year that Cundiff was going to blow it for us against Dallas? I.e., if he was still the kicker in that same exact situation, I bet oh you he would have missed it. We, we wouldn't have had a chance. And then after the game, you would have seen him like hugging Tony Romo and rubbing Miles Austin in the blue cake. <laughs> in the blue cake. Blue it's cake. the silver cake, dude. The silver, silver cake. Silver cake. Ah, silver that was cake. so foul. <laughs> I didn't know they could put that on television like that during the in the middle of the day. FCC needs to be investigating. John loves some silver cake. See, that's not funny. All right, moving on. What else do we have to talk about? Oh yeah, and it's a good thing that Nelly Forbush is really good at kicking field goals because the field might have been a little bit wet. Oh, because they he forgot was standing. <laughs> <laughs> because Jerry Jones doesn't know how to look at a weather report to be able to like, close his own roof. Yeah, yeah, it's no, no. It's not that Jerry Jones's diaper leaked all over the star. No, no. <laughs> he forgot to close the roof because nobody checked the weather before the game. And what was up with them saying they couldn't close it in the middle of the game because it would give a competitive advantage to one they're, team? They're not allowed to close it during the game. It's it's like an NFL rule. But why? Because they're dumb. <laughs> it's like, how does it give a competitive advantage to competitive someone? Competitive advantage. They both I guess played they, with I it open, they, they both play so with it like, closed. Well, I guess they want to make it so if like, if it were near the end of the game and, and Dallas was going down for a game-winning field goal or something and, and Jared was just like, hold on, hold on, we're going to close we'll, we'll close our roof. We're going to close the roof up and then turn on the uh, the AC pointing in the direction <laughs> the ball needs to go. Force like point some fans that way. Yep. So I guess like once the game started, if there's one team that's ahead, it could be perceived as being a, a competitive advantage. It could if they were, and if they were to do that. I yeah, guess. it's something like a two hour window before the, the game. I don't remember exactly. I think how much they said occurred. three hours. They said three at first and I think I read it was only two because, you know Troy Aikman lied. It was Troy Aikman. God, yeah. Troy Aikman. You know, dude, I remember even recently where Troy Joe Buck is just a cowboy lover, and, and Troy Aikman actually Buck. tried. He used to try really hard to be impartial, but the last few games, 
or the, I guess the last couple of years, Troy Aikman has been such a cowboy homer. It's been it's been so bad that Joe Buck is becoming the one that doesn't stroke the Cowboys anymore, which is really odd. And dude, know. his forehead is huge. All I know is everyone in the pregame, except for that wrinkle guy, the comedian, stroked the Cowboys and picked them to win. And at the end, Amy, Josh's wife, was like, I want to see them defend themselves after they all pick the Cowboys. And they're like, that's all from Texas Stadium. Good night. <laughs> Dude, they didn't have anything to say, man. It was just like, well, that's it. Here, they're, actually, they came on and like, you're here for the such and such post game show. Good night. And then they showed up and they're like, that's it from Texas Stadium. Good night. <laughs> they're like, we have nothing to say, but I bet that comedian did. That big dude, Riggle? Yeah, he like came out with all that cowboy stuff, and he was yeah, like, he "I'm had, picking like, the Redskins." On, and, then and I changed the channel. What happened? Oh, dude, he was like talking about it, and he was like, "I'm picking the Redskins," and he ripped off the Cowboys jersey and had like a Redskins jersey underneath. Oh, I totally <laughs> missed that. I came on with the Cowboy jersey on. I was like, "Man, I used to think that guy was funny." God. No, he picked the channel. Redskins, dude. He to- and, like, <laughs> and like the cheerleaders all like ran off and stuff. Oh man. You know, that guy was in the, uh, was it the Air Force? He was in the Air Force in the Air Force Reserves. He served in, uh, over in the Middle East. Well, he picked the Redskins fact. and well, all the other people, like like uh, Howie and, of course, Jimmy Johnson. They Howie all picked Jesse the Cowboys. Graham, yeah. Well, I tell you what, at halftime, Jimmy Johnson looked like he was pretty damn impressed. Oh, dude, they all were like, Jimmy Johnson said that RG3 was the best player in the NFL. Good God. Did you hear him say that? Yeah, he said he said that he's Oh, I his, think I did. Now it's just like whatever. He's the best in the NFL. He's my favorite player to watch or something like that. And they're I like, really? And he's like he's like, yes. <laughs> his favorite player to watch was Miles Austin. Not anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> Other guys were like, I'm not quite going that far, but They will. They will. They're all jumping on my bandwagon. I totally Dude, I gotta it. say, Aaron, you Aaron, you are the first person I know that was just like this RG three guy. We gotta get him. I know. I was like, I don't, I don't care, care what, what we takes, traded dudes, for him. We gotta get him. You literally said that before and, anybody else did. And people aren't arguing with me now. You said RG three is the before. MVP of the NFL. No, Wait, not I right. argued with you on it. You did, but I'm saying now no one's arguing with oh, me. Oh no way, not now. You'd be a fool. I'm on the bandwagon. Josh is on the bandwagon. Josh is on the... Yeah, everyone's saying what you were saying, dude. That's what he said. I just pulled up the quote, dude. Jimmy Johnson said... He said... Hold on, here it is. He said, uh, Robert Griffin III, he's got poise, he's got the accuracy, he can fit throws into a window. I think he's the most valuable player in the National Football League. He is that good. As a rookie, it's amazing. I haven't seen anything like this. He is the most well. He's definitely the most valuable player on the Redskins, if not the whole league. Good God, we could be we could be defeated this year. We could be worse than the Chiefs. Okay, and then and then here's what Strahan said: the rookie wall. All rookies hit it. RG three is playing like he's been in the league a long time. The problem is he can hurt you in the pocket. He can hurt you with the run. I must say, watching this first half, he is my new favorite player to watch in the NFL. This is very strange coming from the two NFC East guys. I know, right? Dude, kind of nice, kind of kind of nice. RG 3s post game cracked me up. Mm-hmm. 
Did you say like say Happy Thanksgiving to all the Redskins fans? What was it? Was that what? Oh, he they said, said um, with that like little grin on his face. First thing I like to say is Happy Thanksgiving to all you Redskins fans. Like, yeah, we beat the Cowboys. <laughs> and then he was like, yep. and everybody else. <laughs> and then what he said, I think you said, I think he said, uh, except for Dallas fans, just kidding or something like that. I don't remember that. I don't know if he said that. What did they say to him? You're like cool something or another and he said oh yeah they were like they're like mike shanahan said that you were just like cool hand luke do you know who he is and rg3 goes no but he must be pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) and then he just started cracking up like a little kid (laughs) but he must be pretty cool (laughs) dude you know who else is pretty cool in this game was my dog mr turf toe or broken toe, or sprained toe, whatever. His toe felt good in that game, Pierre Garçon. Dude, I got to hand it to him. That play was outstanding because, all right, he caught it behind him, and then it looked like it was going to be a pretty huge gain, but then he just turned on some jets that I didn't know that anyone had and just, like, burned past everyone for the touchdown. Mm Mm-hmm. He deked him Mm -hmm. like you were talking about with RG3 earlier in the podcast here on HarryHogFootball.com. It was outstanding. He, he was like running fast, but he was like not showing his his whole complement of speed. And when they got close, he was like, "See ya." It was outstanding, and you know that I have have not been high on Garcon since his toe At injury. At all, yeah, since his toe injury. But I still got to hand it to my dog, number eighty nine. He had a couple plays, huge plays on third down. You know when the game was still in question. That yeah. kept drives alive and the touchdown off of his hip. Awesome. He just is the cowboy killer. I gotta say. He is the cowboy killer, dude. Ever yeah. since that game, the what what was in I think it was in the last three minutes and thirteen seconds he scored those two bombs from uh from uh who was that quarterback? Mark Brunel. Yeah. Dude, he's quietly taken with all these like flashy guys, he's quietly taking like the role of an art monk. I told you, I told you he was going to be the best slot receiver in the NFL. Moving him, there are no cornerbacks that can cover him as the third receiver. Oh, no way. I told you, I told you. He's caught, how many touchdowns does he have? Does he have one like the last three weeks? I think so. At least, I think he has five. He's got to be closing in on his Redskins, his Redskins best. He's got seven. He already has seven. That's a lot. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Seven. What's his most as a Redskin, I wonder? Um, Josh, are you looking this up? Seven touchdowns is a lot. Seven. Seven. The most he had in one year as a Redskin was nine his first year after the uh, the Moss for Lavernius Cole swap, if you remember that. Before that, he had ten one year for the Jets. I forgot about that. So he's got seven with still five games to go. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention, Alfred Morris only needs 18 yards to go over 1,000. Bam, bam. I hope he has some kind of thing in his contract so he can buy a new car because apparently his car is so old. We you know, we talked about it before, but he, they got back from Dallas and it wouldn't start. Someone had to give him a jump. Are you serious? <laughs> and so he said, I'm going to put it away for the winter, put it away in the garage for the winter, and I don't know if he's going to rent a car or what, but he's like, my baby don't like the cold weather. But I'm not getting rid of her. I'll bring her back in the spring. Dude, Dude why don't you just go get her restored car. if he loves it that much? Speaking of new cars. Or to actually give it a good overhaul now. Did you guys hear about the Chevy dealer in Woodbridge? 
No, what? There's a Chevy dealer in Woodbridge, and if you bought a car between November 26th and December 3rd, if the Redskins shut out the Giants, they're pulling the people's names out of a hat that bought cars between that those dates, and eight of those people just get their cars for free. Eight? Eight? eight. Why eight? They're giving yeah, away Yeah, what eight. a random number. I don't know, what but they're... What is that, like, uh, Ode to o- Ocho Stinko or something? I don't know, but they're giving away eight free cars, and, like, why not uh, 10 or 3? They need to give Ocho Stinko a car. Apparently he lost like all of his money that he made in the football. I, know, I don't know, dude, but... Sucks. 8 cars. 8. Just for free, and there's no gimmick. That's it. It's like, no, there's no gimmick. If, if the they shut them out, that's quite if a... they shut out the Giants, they're getting their cars for free. Eight See, people. that is how... That is the effect that RG3 has had on us fans. Because whoever owns that dealership is a longtime fan, and he is just giddy, especially after beating the Cowboys. He's like, we need the defense to step up here. This will give them some incentive. Even if they don't shut them out, maybe it'll give them some incentive to beat the Giants. Eight. There's no reason we shouldn't beat the Giants. We should have beat them last game, except for that our defense went... At the end, yeah. And, and RG3 brought us back in that one. List- well, I think a lot of people listening could say, well, John, that we should have played prevent there and we wouldn't have given up that touchdown. There is no excuse for giving up that touchdown, period. RG3 brought us back in that game because we were losing with three minutes to go. Yep. Mm. <laughs> yep. The offense is outstanding. I think they're the second highest scoring offense in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I think RG3 has already hit a, a couple of games there right before the before the break that we had. I think that's where he hit his rookie wall because that's the one time he's kind of dipped a little bit. Yeah, that was the wall. And a lot of that was play I calling hope. and drop receivers just dropping passes and for receivers, no reason. Yeah. Hopefully that was it. Hopefully I called the reason on that. Monday. It's because of our new practice bubble. They're not used to playing in the rain, and that's been their only game in the rain. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Well, hopefully it doesn't rain on Monday night. Uh, we're taking the Giants. The Jack. We're taking them. They're done. The other thing that's going to be interesting is this is the first time that a team has played RG3 twice, so we'll see if they're able to make any adjustments mm-hmm. or if the Redskins make adjustments or how's that going to go. But it was like John was saying when he watched the Tampa game, I think I saw an interview with uh, Justin Tuck, and he was talking about how RG3 is a lot faster than he looks on film. He is. Yeah, yeah, he really yeah. is. It's because he's so glides. fluid in his motions. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he he is exactly not Ocho Stinko or or uh, RG One. The way RG One runs is is the exact opposite of RG Three. Dude, Alfred Morris is just pounding stuff in that game. He's crushing it. He's outstanding. I think there was a point where we were just yelling. We were like, "Go back to running the ball. Just pound it." <clears throat> He's loving it. Outstanding. Yeah, because they stopped trying to do those stupid pitches way back on like third and short, like they did the two games prior. The three, I mean, before the Eagles game. Remember? Remember. Just give it to him up the middle and let him pound it. Mm hmm. The linemen like doing it. Oh. Speaking of linemen, do we have the O line report music? Uh, yeah, hold on. But before we get into that, I got to say something. I got to joke the Cowboys. Remember that when they got the first down and then it was like first down and they thought it was third and they w- went for a quarterback sneak? 
It was like first and ten, and the Cowboys go yeah, for a quarterback, quarterback sneak for one yard. The quarterback sneak on first down. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you fooled them, dudes, but it was first down. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, whoo, wait, what? And then you see wait, Garrett what? like, dude, it was first down, like looking like you idiots. <laughs> and Romo I think was that like, Garrett coach is is better than his record is showing. I think he's better than Wade Phillips. Oh, that guy! That guy it just doesn't looks- matter who it is, though. That's under under crazy ass Jerry Jones. The man is insane. They're they're the new Raiders, man. He's the new Al Davis. He's the new Al Davis. I love Put a it. Diaper on him and let him walk around in like velour track pants. Hopefully, he'll hang out for another twenty years. It'll be awesome. All right, dude. With as much money as he has, he'll be walking around with like an iron lung dragging behind him if he needs it. All right, dudes. Franco-American SpaghettiOs Show them your old face The O-Line Report with John Adams John Adams? All I have to say is uh, uh, Dudes, remember that play where RG3 was hit like 7 or 8 yards behind the line of scrimmage and 2 or 3 guys were about to slam him down and Schnell just <laughs> houses into the back of all of the whole pile and starts pushing them towards the line of scrimmage. And what was like, it looked like it was going to be a seven-yard loss, roughly. He lost like and a half he yard. Him, he got him to like the right before the line of scrimmage. It was still a sack, but he saved six yards on that play. That was early on in the game. That was fantastic. What Schnell. an awesome play. Yeah, he just got up there and just pushed him forward. I forget what Joe Buck said, but it was something kind of witty. It was. Joe Buck is kind of Joe Buck is, is sneaky funny sometimes, especially now that he's not stroking the Cowboys all the time. We'll leave that to the trainers. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty cool. Or he just like it was like, uh, let's just push you forward. And you know, the funny thing is the O line seemed like it played pretty well, but RG three got sacked four times in this game. Oh yeah, Dallas supposedly had a good defense. I think it was like number seven in the league. You might want to check Mark me on Square that. Is good. You might want to check me on that before Kenny can like start sending like twenty emails about how I messed up the stats. Yeah, check that, Josh. Josh, you're the stat guy. I'm looking. I'm looking. Speaking <laughs> of, Kenny can called in. He was gonna leave like a he was gonna leave a message that we were gonna play during the um, break. Ah, Kenny, where he was gonna say, "This is Kenny Ken, and you're listening to Harry Hawk Football." But it, <laughs> sounded, but it sounded like crap, dude. You're gonna have to call back when your microphone's not all messed oh, up. Oh man. Oh man, he was calling from He called know, from Canada. Our northern neighbor. Canada. He yeah. called all the way from Canada. Maybe that's where the lines were all iced up. Was he was he calling one was it, it was iced over. Was he calling to actually leave a message that says, This is Kenny Ken and you're listening to Harry Hog football? Yeah, I think he was like, This is Kenny Dude, Ken from She Shat Shit and you're listening to Seashore. <laughs> I think he was calling from I think he's calling from Toronto though. It's not like he's that far north. I mean it's just basically it's, I thought he was like calling from north than than Maine. I, think. I thought he was yeah, calling really. from she shat he's, shit Labrador. He's just over the border, man. <laughs> On seashore. Wait, is she um, shat shit in in Canada or somewhere else? It's in Labrador. It's in Labrador. Isn't Labrador part of Canada? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Is there something northern, more north than Canada? I didn't know. <laughs> Labrador is part of Canada, dude. Is it part, the only part of Canada that 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 seems to be? Well, there's Quebec. But, I mean, doesn't Santa Claus actually live in Canada? <laughs> I mean, <whatever. laughs> he might. Is that what you've been telling your kids, man? Santa Claus, he lives in Canada. <laughs> it's not called Canada. Yes, it is. Go to bed. It's called Canada. 
Any, well, anyway, ask, dudes, that's kind of funny. Kenny if, Kenny Ken, if Kenny Ken is calling in and being like, this is Kenny Ken, and you're listening to Harry. You know what? That would be funny if we had different listeners call in and do that on the hog line. What is it, 77? All right. Here's the new contest. Everyone, everyone needs to call in from around the world to 177 Harry Hog and leave a message saying, this is whatever your name is. From wherever and, you're at. From wherever. And you're listening to Harry Hog Football and the best ones we'll put on as our new break. And I'd like to wish all of our Redskins fans overseas a Merry Christmas. And if you're a Cowboys a happy fan. New Year, or Happy Hanukkah or, or Kwanzaa or whatever it is you want to say. If you're a Cowboys fan and you're listening, what's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh, and if you speak another language and you can say it again in, in whatever the other language is, that would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be so sweet. How are we going to know if they're messing with us or not? They might be saying, I, who like, cares? John and Aaron cool. suck or something like that. Or John loves Miles. <laughs> it would Wilson. be like Aaron Look. loves to stroke Miles. And no <laughs> Google Harry Translator. No Google Translate stuff either. Yeah, because that's just wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Google's translator. That's funny. This, this is kitty kitty. It, it was like this. This uh, kitty kitty. Uh, uh, oh, I was like, I know he's been pumped about calling in too. That sucks. He wants to be on the show. We we might just have to to give him a ring a ding like we did with the fifth. We need to give him a callback sometime soon too. The fifth, I know he's yeah. pumped. Oh, the fifth is pumped. He can barely even contain himself. He's so pumped. I can't yeah. wait. We could randomly call him, but last time he was caught off guard, and I don't think he appreciated. You got that? You got that? I can't wait button. Can you push it? I can't wait. I was about to say he's gonna push it and it's gonna go numb nut or something. Numb <laughs> nut. Num nut. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Austin is a numb nut. <laughs> he had one because he was getting rubbed, <laughs> and he didn't even act like he realized it. Hey, oh here's my. one for you. Oh my, is right. Here's one. Hey, hey, Will of Maryland. What do you think? How do you feel about this upcoming game against the Giants? I can't wait. Yeah, that's what I thought, man. You know what else he's going to say after the game? It was really refreshing to see. That. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the last time we had more than two or three. <laughs> that's one of my all-time favorites because it's no so fan. true. And it's no so fan. funny and it's so true at no the same fan. time. It was no really fan. refreshing. You know it was fan. really refreshing. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of numb nuts, uh, Josh, tight end report. What do you think of Pony Boy in this game? The dream team. Um. (laughs) Yeah, they're playing. The Eagles and Cowboys are playing this weekend, by the way. We got a pull for the Eagles in that. We do. The Eagles are done. Hey, you know what? Regardless of what happens here. Regardless of what happens. Are you asking me what I thought of Pony Boy in this game? Wait, can I throw something out real quick before he gives the tight end report? Um, okay, dude, there's a strong possibility, knock on wood, that we don't finish in last place for the first time in a long time. At the very oh, least, at at the very least, that's that's, <laughs> that's a good goal. Try not to finish in last again. All right, go ahead with the all right tight, right, tight end report. I thought Pony Boy was only okay. Oh my! <laughs> Is um, that really what you want to know? I mean, he had two receptions for 11 yards, but he was targeted three times. 
But what did you think about him at the beginning of the game, how he sucked? But, I, I mean, I thought, you know, obviously he struggled at the very beginning of the game, but he really brought himself back. Yeah, didn't he, like, give up a sack and then drop a pass that would have given us a first down? Dude, he totally, like, watched that dude combine and sack RG3. Yeah, and in the like, very beginning, mm-hmm. it was third down, and uh, and he just dropped a pass that would have given us the first, and, and we had to go three mm-hmm. and out. And after the game in the Mike Shanahan conference – they were asking Mike Shanahan, like, what What did you change in the from the first drive where you kind of stalled? And he was like, well, uh, we had a drop pass that would have given us a first down. <laughs> he was kind of like, Pony Boy screwed it up or else we would have. He, he shorted up after that. He, he got his emodium in check and shorted up after that, after that little series. And he was solid for the rest of the game. Yeah, he was solid. I thought. Mm-hmm. He's still getting my kick in the balls. Where's Chris Cooley? Uh-huh. Chris Cooley hadn't done Jack. They're not playing him. Do At you least think he maybe he really wasn't pine. in football shape? At least he gets to ride the pine with the team. He gets to hang with the team. That's all he cares about at this juncture I in his career. I think so, too. You know what I'm saying? It keeps him from having to sit around at home and think about, like, you know, what I'm you know Christy Cooley. stuff. Yeah. And his pottery. And his pottery. Anyway, all right, what do we got here? We got the tight end report. Pony was all right. Chris Cooley was non-existent. Uh, O-line report, you already did that. Injury Who's the report. Amendola of the week? It's time for the injury. It's time for... Wait. Oh, it, Amendola of the week. Amendola of the week. All right. I'm giving my Amendola of the week award. It's very easy. To some Beasley dude that I never even heard of. <laughs> What's his stats, Josh? Who? That Beasley guy. Beasley. That Beasley guy I've never seen or heard of before. I don't know, dude, but he was definitely the Amendola of the week. His stats were... He got lit up, though, at one point. I had him right here. I was checking out another rating here. He had to pay for it, kind of like Amendola did. Dude. In in the next game, though. He did not have the... I mean, Des Bryant had the most yardage and most receptions on the game. But Beasley seemed to be all over the place with uh, seven receptions, 68 yards. I, I mean... If you look at purely at the numbers, you got to give the Amendola to Des Bryant. He had eight receptions for 145 yards on the day. Well, yeah. Don't forget, Jason Witten got a lot of catches too. Nine catches for 74 yards. But Jason. Beasley seemed like he was all over the place to me. They kept, they kept, yeah, he he seemed to be coming up in the big situation, non-stat wise, just feeling, just the feeling. Eyeball test, as they like to say. The eyeball test. Beasley was was like, yeah. who is this guy? Yeah, pretty it pretty much. I mean, he was like their fourth or fifth receiver because of all their injuries. I was like, so, can yeah. someone please cover this Beasley dude? Yeah, yeah. Wait, it's our defense. Yeah, boy, our defense. You know, it it was an up and down day for them as far as 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 that second half was concerned. But they they had some big big plays in this game. Dude, they took their emodium in the first half, but they forgot to take another pill at halftime. I know, right? It wasn't enough. But London Fletcher had a massive game. D'Angelo Hall had a massive game. All right, London Fletcher totally housed, was it Beasley or was it Des Bryant to knock the ball out in the end zone? I can't remember who it was. But it was a freaking awesome hit. And then later, Madhu Williams knocked it out of, I think, Des Bryant. Yeah, pass defended. There was two touchdowns, or that could have been touchdowns, that the Redskins just dislodged. Yeah. Yeah, it was great hitting. They were hitting the ball. They were putting a helmet on the ball. And Fletcher was injured. And he yeah. had a pick. And he had a nice pick. Yep. You said helmet on the ball. 
Like uh, Fletcher totally baited Tony Romo. Looked like he was going to go cover the other dude, and he was just like, "Boop." Yeah, and Lennon Fletcher, you know, we love the guy, but he usually drops that. Not this time. Not this time. I couldn't believe he he caught that ball like he had Dick's gloves on. Then RG three like was saying, RG three was talking about how pumped the team's getting. He was like. London Fletcher came up and talked to me during the game, and he never talks to me during the game. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he came up and was like, all right, you got a score here or something. I forget what it was. <laughs> He's kind of like cool. Fletcher. All right, he said something about it's gut check time, and then they scored, like they scored the three points or something, you know, at the end where we needed that little drive. Yeah. And then he came off and said something to London Fletcher, like, yeah, it's their gut check time to, about the Cowboys. Something like that. I didn't quite understand the quote, but it was something to that effect. It was sideline talk. Some sideline talk between the veteran. And RG3 now is saying that he wants to win for the veterans that have been on the losing team for so long. That's awesome. He knows it. He does it right. That's why he was picked as, what was it, Rookie of the Week? Again, second time. Whatever the hell the FedEx Air Player of the Week is as well. He got that. <laughs> and he won the go- the Trampoline Goblet Award. Gobbler oh, that's award. right. Whatever that, whatever that thing was. Ga- Galloping Gobbler. Gabbling. <laughs> I can't even say it. Galloping Gobbler Award. And by the Galloping Goblin. <laughs> gobbler, not goblin. Goblin, galloping goblin. <laughs> it's like <laughs> RG three. What awards did you win during your rookie season? <laughs> well, I have two rookie of the week awards. I've got rookie of the month award. I've got the galloping gobbler award. <laughs> Dude, I gotta step away while you do transactions before you go into the break. I'll be back after the break in a minute. Okay. Uh. Uh, all right um all right going into the transaction report john you want to handle this yeah because i usually do i can't wait lights a match (laughs) (laughs) why you're not there i'll light two i'll light one for you and one for you and one for all you listeners out there and open a window see this is the carryover from last week when josh was like how come Every time, Every time you I'm in the kitchen. kitchen. You're in the kitchen. Eating right, up transactions. All the we food. actually had some we all the pigs feet. All right. We actually had some transactions this week. Um the bad one, the biggest one of all, was Keenan Robinson, who stepped in and has played well stepping in. He's he's definitely been getting better and better every time he gets NFL experience. Rookie. Um he's gonna be good. Yeah, he tore his peck. Injured reserve out for the rest of the year. So he and uh uh, Iraq token hang out and talk about their torn pecs. We signed some other linebacker named Roderick Muckleroy. I haven't heard of him either. We also signed or re-signed Brian Keel, cut Mario at, I'm sorry, cut Mario Addison. Um, Who's that? A little bit ago, exactly. A little bit ago, we signed a cornerback, Jerome Murphy, and we cut a linebacker named Daryl Gamble. I've never the only heard really of these important dudes. one, yeah, exactly. So that's that's why it's yeah, and proud we are of all of them. What about um, Jamal Brown? Jamal Brown, 
Oh, that's part of the injury report. That's Josh's wheelhouse. Well, he's not here. He's lighting a match somewhere. Why do you have to step away during what he's supposed to do? Is Jamal Brown on IR? Jamal Brown is gone for the rest of the year. His hip Which was one? re-aggravated in, in uh, practice, and he is done. He will not play a game this year. <sighs> and I know what you have to say about that, Aaron. It's disappointing because I had high hopes for him. You had really high hopes, and we gave up like a third-round pick to the Saints for him. I'm going to have to say it. Yep. He's yep. done, dude. You know what I'm saying? It was well, let's see. What else do we know about the injuries that Josh has, has disappeared on? All right. Uh, Garcon is playing. He's basically saying he's just getting numb to the pain because yeah. it's not going yeah, away, basically. and he's going to have to deal with it. Yeah, and 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 thank goodness. Now, we had a couple guys Plus. that have been sitting out practice this week, big important guys. Silverback, who had a deep thigh bruise. Um, he said it was from Schnell running into him during the game, but Dude. that he played through the pain. And he called, the when they asked if the pain was bothering him, he said, tremendously. He's playing. He's already oh, he's said totally he's playing. playing. He, is, he has become one of my favorite players now. I wanted him to be one of my favorite players, and he's been so disappointing. You this hated year, him for a while. I know, and this year the man is stepping up. I love it. He's playing through injuries, which he didn't do before. He's not smoking the tree anymore that we know about. You know, he's he's doing everything he has to do to stay an employee of the Washington Redskins and play in the National Football League. He's doing everything he has to do, mm-hmm. like an adult. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, and he's taking leadership role. And and I, it's he's the kind of guy. He's becoming the kind of guy now that they're going to have to wheel him off the field for him to not play. You know who and else is playing? Be, he used to like limp off the field and be like, oh, my ankle hurts. Oh, I can't play. You know who else they have to wheel off the field to keep him from playing? The other guy what? on the injury report, London Fletcher. Uh-huh. He's playing. He's playing. I'm, I'm a little concerned, but you know, this is about every year he seems to get more and more injured a little bit earlier, so I'm getting a little concerned that he may not make it. He's he playing. was in a boot at the, at the beginning of the week, but he and Silverback were in a – they were limited in practice today, Friday, going into Monday night's game. So, Aaron, like you said, they're playing. They have a practice tomorrow, too. Is it like one day removed since there's a Monday game? I mean, are they playing practicing tomorrow and then traveling on Sunday? I think. I don't know for sure. I believe so. But if anyone out there knows for sure, because I don't feel like looking it up, I'm looking up all this injury stuff right now. Um, you can email us at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y, hogfootball.com. You can also tweet it to us, at Harry Hog. Hey, make sure you guys get to bed early on Sunday night because Monday night's a late game, especially if you're in the U.K., dudes. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, uh, that's really rough. <laughs> what is it? It's like a 2.30 a.m. kickoff in the U.K. or it's, something it's, like that. Uh, it's 1.30 a.m. Is is the official kickoff, but they don't really kick off to like one forty. So uh, our dogs over there. Uh, That's tough. <laughs> who is it? Tatters. We have it so easy if we watch soccer over here because it's like eight a.m. I can be up for that and drink a beer. Paul Tatters, Dill, and all those guys over there in the UK. Yo yo yo. Chris J in the UK. And... Now, if you guys, before we go to break, I do want to say there are. You still haven't taken the break you. yet. You, no, no, no. We had to look up all the injury reports since you disappeared during your injury report, Josh. Oh, yes. Seriously. Right on. 
Well, dude, my dogs, you know, my two dogs, John Riggins and Mark Mosley, they were both looking at me like they really needed to go out. John Riggins and Mark Mosley. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to run them out, man. Dude, yeah, your one good. dog looks more like Ali Haji Sheik. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ali Haji Sheik and Daryl Pound. <laughs> No, or hopefully it's not Daryl Pound. You mean Lucy, the small one? That's John. That's John Regan. It's what like Ali Haji Sheik and Trey Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, Afghan man, but, is Trey Johnson. All right, go ahead. Dudes, before we go to break, if you did not get your keep calm and beat Dallas hand screen shirt that we are uh, we are uh, pushing here on HarryHogFootball.com, there still still are a few left, and you can go to our website and click on the link on the left-hand side of the page to get some if you want to celebrate. And it'll be a great Christmas gift because, remember, five days after Christmas is the Dallas game, and it could mean the division this year. And that's the home game, baby. So if you want to have that shirt, keep calm. And part of the reason that the Redskins won this game is because a number of people ordered and wore those shirts on Thanksgiving Day. And the other reason is... actually tweeted pictures to us. And, of course, all three of us had ours on and the other reason why the redskins won is because some people had their bud light labels facing out (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it didn't matter in texas stadium because the roof was open Uh, cowboys stadium dude ball you're talking about the redskins stadium west Oh, <laughs> that is our house. <laughs> you heard RG3 him chanting for RG three star, looking around, going, "Yeah, I've already played a game here before." I love that dude. How he came out in his suit at the beginning it was like standing on a star. Yeah, solid. Yeah, I think he had the same suit on as one of the guys in the booth, if I remember correctly. Dude, he's completely undefeated in our, in Texas Stadium. I think every game he needs to show us his socks. That was like his thing in college. He hasn't really played up the socks now that he's in the. He's parades. got a whole line of Adidas socks now. Yeah, he's he's got things going. He's got yeah. more things going than anyone that I know. Yeah, right. Subway. I mean, come on, dude. I was telling. I think I was telling John. Fathead.com used to have like you know those <laughs> big posters you put on the wall. Well, they used to have like two Redskins ones, and now they have seventeen. But like fifteen of them are RG three. <laughs> <laughs> And they're all all half price now because no no one wanted to pay a hundred damn dollars for a big sticker. They're pretty sweet though. I got some Dora ones for my kids' room. Oh, I I want to get one of those giant Redskins helmet ones, but I didn't do it yet. Don't they have like a throwback one, the 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 yellow one? They got the R. They got the R logo that you can. All get. right, I'd seriously put one of those up. That one wasn't on sale, or I would have bought it. The regular Redskins logo was on sale for fifty bucks, but and it's like I think it's like six by six or something. It's huge. Massive. All right, one more thing before we go to break. Jason Babin getting cut by the Eagles. And we got a tweet from uh Brandon Brown, who is a longtime <laughs> listener. And uh he was like, Should we go after him? And I said the word was that he quit on the team, but he'd be a heck of a five or five game <laughs> rental. The guy had eighteen sacks last year. And he would be highly motivated to put it right in the Eagles' face. Maybe. In that next game coming up. Or he could be a Hainsworth. If you're going to quit on your team, that's messed up. Yeah. Well, we put in a claim on him, but uh, Buffalo and Jacksonville both did as well, and they suck worse than we do record-wise. So Jacksonville got him. That's all right. 
It's interesting. Hey, one. at least he's out of our it. division. Yeah, he's out of the division. I wouldn't have minded seeing him uh, filling in for Arakpo for the rest of the season over there. Not that Rob Jackson and those other guys aren't doing a good job, but the guy had 18 sacks last year. And if he sucked and he was a cancer in the locker room, we'd kick him out after a week. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I want to throw that out there. That was a good tweet. Anyway, are we about to go to the break and then come back and round this Roy up? Yeah, let's go to the uh, let's go to the break. Break right. time. We'll talk to you guys after this break. Station identification. You are listening, listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Our break's so short now. <laughs> oh, I got something to add to the break. What do you got? Hold on. I'm bringing it up right now. Someone special called me. Oh, play it. I thought you were going to play that other ad, dude. That one from days of old. Yeah, but I forgot to put it in the soundboard. You can't do that on the fly? Got a deal going on, or if you call us, you can get tickets you can get to a, the you can Cowboys get to a game or a Chinny, Kenny Chesney concert. It went yeah, from right? a twenty-year waiting list to them saying that if you call and buy season tickets for next year, we'll give you free tickets to the last two games of the year. Yeah, yeah, and this is after they sent. I'm sure you guys got it as well on the twentieth, ten days ago. I got one. Redskins fans, be amongst the first to purchase 2013. Wait, Redskins fans, this is Brandon. Be among the first to purchase 2013 Redskins season tickets at 301. I've called 500 uh, people already today. 6033. Um, and if you buy season tickets for next year, you can you can have complimentary tickets for a game this year, including games against the Ravens, Giants, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, plus, there's a special on. signing bonus you'll receive a game day program. <laughs> and he was like, oh, but this deal ends tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And then next week they'll call you with the same deal. Well, I and pick up my phone. I'm like, who called me from 301? And when we play the Ravens, we'll get you a crab cake from Fadley's in Baltimore, and we'll get you some free bench of this bowl. You, you can hang out at, at the, the Hard Rock at the Inner Harbor. It'll be great. Call me at 301. Yeah, and and free appetizers for life at the Green Turtle. <laughs> the Green Turtle. <laughs> hey, I need Nick the Greek to tell us when the last episode was that Josh did not say Ben's Chili Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we know how you love Ben's Chili Bowl, especially now since you're not a vegetarian any longer. I haven't had Ben's Chili Bowl in years, like five years or something. And yet he still has to go light a match. During it's been still, a long time. And he still talks about it. All right, moving yeah, forward, we're already like almost an hour in. So I'm going to get some this year, though, man. i got to be in D.C. in a couple weeks. Ben's Chili Bowl. It's going to happen. Where are you going to D.C. for? <laughs> uh, I have a project up there, D.C., and I've got one in Annapolis and two in Baltimore. Are you going to a game? I don't know. I'll just see if I can time it. All right. 
Um, let's see here. Let's uh, round this thing up. Let me see. Uh, la, 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 la. I think it's time for the HHFFFL before you skip it since you lost last week. Are you um, sure Aaron I lost? lost? I did? Yeah, you lost 88 to 86 to Rigo's Rangers. Oh, that's... Staten Island Ferries, losers. That's that ridiculous. That puts you in fourth place, two games behind me and three games behind first place. That's because Time I forgot one. to change my team. All right, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Excuses, excuses. Knights to stay RG3. Um, one as well, knocking the, uh, who is that, the Chiefs. I mean, the Galapagos Grizzlies down to 111. Pain in Uranus, Grimstash Riders, both victorious. Knights to say RG3 and Grimstash Riders are leading the divisions. Heading towards the playoffs. I got to say. About a fantasy league that no one cares about. If I'm Moving not going to win the league this year for the second time in a row, I think Grimstash right, Riders is going to do it. I think this he team has the strongest is, this team. This team is solid. Dude, I'm right behind him, though. I'm just only one victory back, but I'm only about 20 points on the season behind him. Yeah, but you're a loser. All right, going forward into the Dang. next thing. Um, Throw my man Leroy out the window. No music yet. What is that? What? John, you want to bring up these important bits that you wanted to say? Um, no, because they're somber. So I want to leave them until after the game. Oh, we got to do the kicks and games, and we're like already an hour in. I know. Yeah. What are you oh. talking about, dude? It's games and kicks, go, dude. We won. We beat the Cowboys. We're pumped. We had a lot of talking. That's right. It's time for this week's kicking the balls award. <laughs> Who's going first? Kicking the balls. All right, I'll go first. No, I'm not, no, because I don't want to take Aaron's. I know who he's kicking. No, I know you're who uh, you're kicking somebody else. I'm kicking Brandon Banks. Oh yeah, what no, was up with that? Brandon Banks fielding it at the one yard line or whatever. What a, that that whole like backing in and then coming out again and then yeah, ah! I I thought for sure I can't remember who it might have been Dan Steinberg on the post who was like I he just he was like I have a feeling he's gonna fumble one in this game because he keeps fumbling out of bounds, which is what all of us have been thinking and he put it on on paper first. He or always off. fumbles it out of bounds. Always I used to be you know I used to be a big BB Hummingbird guy. I am so done with this guy on the team. He has eaten up a roster spot that somebody useful could be on. Ooh. No Ow. way what? Who and how? Anybody. Anybody. What do you mean, who and how? Another cornerback. Another cornerback. Anybody. Anybody. You. Josh, you. We could I use could a lineman. I could return. I could return some kicks. Although John is, Josh is slimming down, so I don't know how much of a lineman he could be. Aaron said I was bowling him over last week. Dude, when we were playing football in the yard, Josh would hand it to his son. And then he would just start bowling me down the field, and Sam was like just like walking Johnson behind style. him. Yeah, I didn't like. It was like I might as well have been a gnat. He was just like, poof, like pushing well, me with lost, one hand. You lost weight too, so you know, it should be it should be a pretty equal at this point, shouldn't it? It was not equal. Josh was just like blowing me off with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sick. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't mean it like that. Uh, uh, uh. So, gentlemen, <laughs> your kicks in the balls. All right, mine's going to Logan Pawson. Yeah. For and I was going to give it to Logan Pawson. Giving up a sack and then um, 
dropping that pass early in the game where we really needed a first down and he cost a three and out. On the first drive. It was a horrible start to the game. So that's why he's getting my kick in the balls for it. Next, let's hurry this thing up. Um, all right. Well, since you guys both gave it to the guys that I was going to give it to, I'll have to give my kick to RG3 for throwing that interception. He uh, was less than perfect, and I was disappointed in him. It was a bad interception, and you sound a little bit like Mike Shanahan. He was like, well, he had an incomplete pass. So, <laughs> I was kind of unhappy with the incomplete pass. I mean, I was kind of unhappy with that one interception. His quarterback rating was only 131.8 in the game. He's got some room I mean, for improvement. 19 of 27 for 304 yards. You sure you don't want to reconsider that one? I don't think I really want to kick RG3. I just can't do it. I can't make myself do it. Why not? You kick Sean Taylor. It would be a joke kick mm-hmm. if I kicked him. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give mine. I was going to do Brandon Banks, but... Uh, huh. You can still kick Brandon Banks. <laughs> There's a little bit of him left <laughs> after mine. I'm going to kick Jim Hazlitt then. Kick him, dude, for the prevent. Yeah, good Lord. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I'll kick him, and I kick Logan Paulson and Brandon Banks for all those other <laughs> Dude, your leg's going to get tired. All and right. Miles Davis and his That's trainer. all right. I got a dog named Mark Mosley. I got some kicking I can do. And Miles Davis. Miles Austin and his trainer. <laughs> no, Mark Mosley. No. No. No, Stabby Marvin. No, no Stabby Marvin. That's my, po- it's my Popeye. It's my Popeye. No, do not eat the other dog's poop. <laughs> John Riggins, stop Aaron. John and now the coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. Game Balls. All right, the Game Ball Award brought to you by Ridapoo. Go ahead, Josh. Game Ball. Ball. Game Ball. Ball. I'm gonna ball. give my Game Ball. Yeah, the key. My Game Ball, dude. Going to Ryan Kerrigan. Ryan Kerrigan. What was his stats, dude? He had another tip ball. I remember that. He did, dude. He had um. He had a sack. He had a sack. He had a tip. Uh, tip pass defended. Tip ball. They call it pass defended. I call it a tip ball. <laughs> I just think he had another solid game, so he gets the game ball. <laughs> just the tip. I think I gave it to him last week or the week before. Just the tip. Just the tip. He's Aaron. trying to, uh, he, he, dude, he's holding down the fort, man. And I just keep yeah. imagining what would it be like if we also had Carriker and Arakpo and all those guys. Dude, Ryan Kerrigan is freaking awesome and he's quiet. Yes. That guy just goes. He's, he's got a motor. He never stops. I man. like him a lot. Yep. It'll be great when Arakpo, that's why I wanted, I really thought it would be a good idea to go after Babin just for a few games, just for the rest of the year. And if he, if he was bad, we'd just cut him before the end of the year. He could have really given that other dimension. We did go I mean, after you know, him, dude. We did, but... if We, we can't help it if we don't suck as bad as some of those other teams. We can't help it that we don't suck as bad as we usually do. I mean, come on. <clears throat> yeah. Aaron, go for it. My game ball award is going to Santana Moss, the cowboy killer, for living true <laughs> to his name again. The huge third downs that were, I thought... We're as important as his touchdown. <clears throat> I don't even remember the exact situation, but they were earlier in the game where we really need to keep those drives going, and he did it just to change the field position. 
You could tell yeah. he was pumped too. It was, was like, all he could do to control himself in his arms, going. Yeah, that one where he, it was just like a little in route, and he ran for like it was like a four yard first down, and that was so important that he got pumped and just spun the ball like, yeah, we got the first. Uh huh. You could tell he was he he loves he loves playing the Cowboys. Oh yeah. So anyway, it's going to him, my dog. I still got to get a jersey of his. Oh god. I want to get all a right, throwback dudes. jersey of his if I can't find one. All right, go ahead. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. I'll give a shout to Nelly Forbush, Cobra Kai, do or die. Strong game again. I give a shout, a big fat shout, and almost my game ball to Alfred Morris. I really want to because he went over 100 yards and had a touchdown. But I got to give a game ball to RG3. Holy crap. Four Mm. touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Again. And... And took control of even after that shaky third quarter with the whole offense, which, as we said, was mostly play calling. In the fourth quarter, he took control of the game on offense. He did the things he had to do and led us to a victory over the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving for the first time in in 30 years. Awesome. Awesome. All right. You got to give a mini shout out also to uh, Lennon Fletcher, man. He had that oh, nice, yeah. Inter- yeah. nice interception, and, as always. And Pierre Garçon for that Two huge catch. Defended. Yeah, Pierre Garçon. There were a lot of people that had a good game. DeAndre Pierre Garçon had, had a really great game. Yards on the day. Yeah, John, you told me that D Hall was getting your game ball. I was going to give him my game ball, but I, I can't not. I hate double negatives. I have to give it to RG3. He has he to get a game ball. He had an interception, he was man. Fantastic. But D'Angelo Hall had a really great game, and he totally deserves he deserves a, a mega shout out, if not a game ball from somebody. Not not only do y'all have that interception, he had that kick return that he stopped short on. Yes, he did. Even though I don't think he should have. But anyway, <laughs> uh, all right, John, go ahead with your two items of business before we round this. Oh, thing two out. items of business before we get into the fun music at the end. Uh, former Redskins player and coach Jack Party has gallbladder cancer. Sad news there. Um, and another one is, of course, just a couple of days ago, we tweeted about it. It was uh, five years ago. This past week was was the uh, the murder of Sean Taylor. Still hasn't even come close to to getting going as a trial, which is un, un-freaking believable. Five years, man. It's unbelievable. Like, we still haven't come close to any kind of closure as far as people being going to trial and being convicted because of all the, the legalese going on with it. It's unbelievable. Um, it was nice to see his dad there at the stadium on the, uh, even though we lost the game for the 70th an- or the 80th anniversary thing at the Dallas yeah. or the, uh, the Carolina game. So those are the two, uh, the two somber moments. We definitely want to put those out there, but dudes, next game, Monday night, eight 30 is the alleged kickoff. You know how that goes versus the Nats at home. Monday night football. You get to listen to all the awesome, awesome <clears throat> Uh, knowledge of Chucky who just never should. He talks more than I do. Mm-hmm. I wish someone have. would hire him as a coach. Tennessee tried, didn't they? Yeah, it was, that was focused. Anyway, that was leverage. let's get some shout outs. Kenny Ken, Will in Maryland, Nick the Greek, Daily Grumbles, Desmond Lee. I'll just run through. Brad, Richie, Brandon Brown, Kenny Ken. We said Rick Garcia, Eric C, Mark Fisher, Mike Thomas, Dave Scott, Dallas Redskins, David Lee. Ninja Death Stars, Tristan McClellan, East Texas Skins, Chris J in the UK, Andy Smith, or Smythe, 
David Thompson, Dan Welsh, Matt Morissette, Main Skin, Rainbow Connection, RPG, Igor, Igor, Nate Johnson, Keith Grant, no, Kevin Grant, Ursel Dawson, the great Tom Humphreys, everyone else we inevitably missed, and all of our new followers on Twitter, at Harry Hogg, that's H-A-R-R-Y Hogg. Yep, order a shirt, everybody, in time for the next game, and for that loved one at Christmas. And hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, definitely. 100%. Yoka! That's joking them. I know you have, Yoka! Yoka!